0: Welcome to the Floorball Guru Podcast, Episode 8. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. We appreciate you being here and listening to everything we're talking about related to floorball. Today we're talking about floorball and hockey. Floorball and hockey do go hand in hand. They are stick sports. They use a ball or a puck, and their goal is to score goals. However, some of the main differences is utilizing a different mindset. When you're talking about development of the sport, development of a player, the skills needed in order to play and develop and hone to be effective, and the tactics overall. Now, hockey, love the sport. Love playing hockey. Now, I never had an opportunity to play um, organized hockey. Typically, it was just my brothers and I goofing around in the street, playing street hockey. I spent a lot of time, a lot of winter skating, and, and loved, loved the ice and being on the ice. But you know, where I grew up, we just didn't have the same kind of opportunities to play. Had we had the opportunities to play floorball the way it's currently developed, I would have been all over this. And one of the main reasons for it, other than just the running component to it and, and the physical nature that's necessary in order to play, but the tactical side of it where you know contact is great I'm all for you know being physical and having that but you know not having to take that away and not worry about somebody coming out and and taking a hard check or some of this other stuff you know it it really allows me the confidence and the freedom to be a little more selective in how I approach uh, the defense the defense or how I'm going to move in particular that I know I'm, I'm not just going to get taken out that I'm going to have to figure out and, and as a de- defender they're going to have to figure out how to depossess the ball from me um in order to you know not foul but also to create enough pressure that they're going to be able to you know still engage and so that's one of the things I really love about the sport of floorball is that idea that it's more of a finesse game. And and when you're thinking about defense and teaching the idea of defense, it's more space and finding that space and getting in the passing and shooting lanes and you know being aggressive but not being too over aggressive that you're going to be put out of you know out of out of position. And you know, frankly, with the floor ball and how quickly the ball can move, both on a pass and a shot, and how how small a space it can it can fit, how you react and the, and the steps that you make and how quick you are to to those positions or to the ball really make a big difference. And you know, one of the things that you know, well, hockey is great. I love love the sport. But you know, at the younger ages, you know, you're able to maybe if you've already mastered—not mastered—but if you're already more efficient in your skating and, and some of your stick handling, you're kind of gonna run around people a little bit easier because you know, it's you make that one move, you get somebody moving their position in one direction. It's hard to come back uh, on the ice, and it's nice, and so you're able to just kind of beat people a little more efficiently than you can on on the ground now not to say that i'm taking one away from the other but you know somebody who is really good on the ice doesn't necessarily translate those exact same skills and that same outcome on the ground because more or less everybody feels comfortable and can move more efficiently running on their feet so it changes the game across the board to how somebody needs to think and approach each kind of scenario as it as it comes to them, and one of the nice things that that can come up too is now you're talking about engagement and, and maybe at the younger levels, these kids that maybe can't haven't caught on to, to the skating portion they're still learning they're still developing, uh, but they they can develop their stick skills off the ice by again playing and learning and growing and and when we talk about Uh, defense and how to set up that defense or how to you know how to cycle and how do we move the ball around or the puck around and and where is everyone going to go it's a little easier to do that on the ground and when people can actually move and you can talk about those things and we've seen kind of a bigger push towards targeting the hockey community and linking floorball as an off-ice training tool uh, for hockey players And, and it very much is that that Case because again we're developing the same skills but in a different in a different setting and in, in a similar game but different enough that they're going to have to you know use a different portion of their brain or how how players kind of read the game as it's coming at them or where are people moving and where are those those lanes that that somebody's going to move or where should, where is the where should I put the ball into space that somebody can run into and just general what's the awareness of who's around me and what are people doing that connection to it very much translates over into hockey and and the nice thing about it is that again you can connect the two but then if we look at floorball being its own separate component to hockey and the hockey players you know may want to gravitate to training for a floorball but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to translate to tr- to developing as floorball players because they're maybe their focus is more on hockey i think that hockey programs can really start to take advantage of floorball and use it to help improve their players and and how they're developing, but also to attract new people into their system. Now, some of the people that might want to play floorball may or may not want to then jump into hockey. So it's not necessarily a clear pathway between floorball and, and hockey players and vice versa. Uh, so that that part's going to be a little bit difficult. But I think for those hockey clubs that are out there that are, are looking to increase their membership and through that play hockey, I think there's an opportunity for them to develop uh, a floorball program where they can, you know, Train their, floor, train their hockey players in floorball in the offseason and give them a break and change up and use different muscles and, and learn different skills and improve on those skills and become more confident going onto the ice and at the same time attract a different crowd of people that are currently aren't playing hockey that might be interested in hockey but aren't ready to, or, or interested in stepping on the ice just yet even though you know there's there's wonderful programs going out there for try hockey for free and a lot more clubs are doing a good job about making equipment more available or at least accessible and, uh, and affordable to get interested and get involved in it all those things are are really good and I and I love seeing those things but You know, if we imagine a a club that says, hey, we want to invest in floorball, and this is how we're going to do it, we're going to basically set up a floorball team or a floorball league or work with other clubs in the area to kind of develop a league system specific to floorball, and we're going to run that. Now, there may be uh, kids that then jump into hockey, and there may be that don't. But if they're, again, members and they're paying dues into the system, uh, and maybe those those dues or those fees are cheaper or, or, than they would be for hockey. At least you've now increased your membership base, and you've also added another potential uh, line revenue stream to 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 build into your club. But now you've basically taken people that weren't a part of your organization before, and they now become part of your organization. And they learn what you're doing between floorball and learn what you're doing between hockey. And, you know, you might find that those people become more engaged in what you're doing because they love what you're doing on, on the floorball side. And they, they see what you're doing on the hockey side and how you're connecting the two uh, whether again the kids are crossing over or not, but they're part of that that family if you will, that organization, and so you're able to build a bigger base. A bigger base builds more uh, traction when you're talking to your sponsors, and you're, and and they're looking for a return on investment in their sponsorship with you, and and how many people and eyes and families and all these things are going to see their product and 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 what you're doing to help grow and build and all this other stuff that floorball can really be a potential bridge for those that that see it and are able to kind of capitalize on that that uh that development in the long term but again it takes a shift in thinking from floorball as a development tool to floorball being its own actual entity that sits next to it and collaborates and works with the hockey side um and continues to grow that way so there's there's definitely a potential interest um, in, in linking the two, and it will be interesting to see who does that in the long term. Now, I know there are some latch some on to that and are, are seeing this, and it's been slow, but you know the mm-hmm. hockey community, it, it's no it's no surprise now that the floor ball's out there, and, and it hasn't been, and most hockey folks should have at least heard of it before uh, in some form. But as it continues to grow and continues to develop, the the idea of floorball uh, being its own entity with hockey to potentially grow and build uh, one organization is definitely something that's worth looking into. And I you know I hope that as as people continue to grow and people continue to learn about the sport, they're going to see those benefits and those values. Not only in their players, but just how can we continue to expand and grow and and, and evolve our business model and, and our organization in order to continue to be around for the next, you know, 20, 30 years. I, and that's, that's like any good business, evolve or die. And how can you make those changes? And, and yeah, they're going to be difficult. And, yeah, it's, and maybe you have some pushback or it's going to take a little bit of time to develop and grow. But. I mean, you don't know what's going to what's going to evolve out of it in the long term. And so I think with given the cost for floorball and it's and it's low entry cost and the potential upside to it in the long term, it's certainly worth the idea uh, of looking at how can the two be built together to grow and evolve accordingly. Now if you're looking for more information about floorball in general, please check out my website www.floorballguru.com.